Well, Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, folks, listening at home, in your car, on the John, taking a deuce. 2023 <laughs> and marking the end of our hunting season. Yeah. Good point. Uh, in a very definitive way, much like our hunting season. Yeah, it was a rough one. Um, it all really boiled down to one problem. We yeah. weren't out enough. Weren't out enough, and I I think the prep lacked. But it's you know first season at Whitetail, like we didn't even know yes. what what prep entailed. Really, I mean, true. Other and, than, you know, I mean, you know what you get on YouTube or whatever. But yeah, and I mean, I I know some animals, like some species, are different than others. But if you're out enough, sometimes that can get you past not being prepped enough. Yeah, you're, just you're, because it increases your chances of running yeah, into the, one. the more frequent you are in the woods, the more <clears throat> likely you are to cross paths with a deer. For yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. So I think, especially as a new, not necessarily a new hunter, but a new to a certain species, also new to a certain area. Well, that too. Um, I think that's really the biggest thing is just repetition, just boots on the ground as many times as you can get them. Yeah, I agree for sure. A hundred percent. That's the biggest thing is you just, the more time you can spend in the woods, the more likely you are to be successful for sure. Well, and it's not even so much just about having the odds to run into one. The more times you're out there, the more kilometers you're putting on your feet, the more sign you're going to see, the more stuff that you're going to learn. The more you're going to understand. Yeah, you're just going to get better at following that animal. Yeah. Even when, even when you see like a doe or or a small buck, like like not a shooter early in the season or whatever, like you're still you're still gaining a, a knowledge from watching that deer and watching the, the doe and all that stuff, right? So it's yeah. I mean, lesson learned. Uh, we got yeah. a real good game plan for next year for turkey and deer. Yep. Um, and we've got a good <laughs> spot scouted out now that we know for sure since we've had trail cameras in there now watching it like a hawk. And I also locked down a solid spot out here. There you go. I finally found, I got on the Crown Lands website, and mm-hmm. I, I, it took me a while. It's very convoluted to get the right layers on the map. It's the, Oh, the and Atlas one? Be, yeah. Terrible. And then to be able to then find the information and policies on that said piece of land, especially the land use mm-hmm. part. So it's like they don't want you to be able to find it, but it's a piece of land that looks to be, I would say, about 100 acres, mm-hmm. give or take. It's good size. Maybe, one, maybe 150. Yep. Um, but it's surrounded by farmland. Yep. So it's like a 20-minute drive from the house. That's not bad at all. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. That, That's that perfect. works for me. I can do that at least twice a week. Yeah, well, for sure. For sure. And it's uh, that gives us another spot, right, to just get set up and get dialed in there. And, get permanently and give it set another, up. Yeah, That's another option, right? <clears throat> so having the ability to walk in and stands are already there sitting waiting for you. Yeah, it makes a big no, difference. No setup. Uh, if you use iHunt, uh, like iHunt Ontario, the app, I don't, I don't, I'm sure it's for Android as well. Um, but, uh, it shows you like 
it's an easier layering system to find out what's crown land, what's federal, what's public, and what public lands are huntable. Because uh, you take out here, for example, there's like a, a trail that runs the Grand River, mm-hmm. right? There's parts of that trail that are, you can waterfowl hunt, mm-hmm. you can duck hunt. Interesting. Like the only, you just have to watch the laws, right? Because you, yeah. for us, we we immediately assume if there's like a public walking trail that it's off limits for hunting. Like you just can't do it. You would assume. In yeah. Newfoundland, it normally is that because there's so much other public land. They don't, you know, they just go, ah, walking trails are just get away. Kind of hunt free. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here they don't have that, that privilege or not privilege. What do you call it? Uh, that much. have that ability here. Yeah, the land much, is just not that not generous that here for free space land to just roam. So, so what <laughs> they have is, for example, if you want to hunt that stretch of the Grand River, you just have to case your shotgun until you get to your hunting spot. And that's it. It's Fair the enough. only stipulation is your firearm has to be cased before, you, you know, until you get to your until hunting you spot. Until you get to the blind, yeah. Which, I mean, I assume, <clears throat> you know, if you looked hard enough, there's certain public parks, we'll say. Because oh, where parking is available and you what, could just... And you can deer hunt. Hmm. It's, you know... And especially handy being an archer for that, too. Oh, way better. Oh, if you had to be only a rifle hunter here in Ontario, oh. in southern Ontario especially, good you luck. You got to know people. Good luck. You got to, yeah, you got to hunt farms. Yeah, you got to you gotta yeah. know people that own private land. I mean, look at that, that the, the one place we were up with Dave, there's only a week out of the year that you can even hunt with a rifle there. Yeah. Like we we get we get October to the end of December as bow hunters. <laughs> yeah. It's almost three months. Yeah, can you imagine being a rifle hunter and and a week? Could you imagine if they tried to implement this kind of schedule back home? Oh, they'd riot in the streets, man! If you tried to tell them, like, hey, you can only they burn the province. Down. You can only rifle hunt for moose for a week uh, in November, and they'd be like, no. The oh, problems yeah, they, would shut down for a week because nobody go to work. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Well, it would be like that too. Nobody would go to work till yeah. they got their moose. Good luck getting the roads plowed. Oh yeah, if it snowed, you'd be fucked. Skidoo everywhere, just like Labrador. Yeah, they would. It would shut the whole province down. Yeah, because there's so like, many moose on in. Man. Sick day. <laughs> yeah, sick. Yeah, for a week. <laughs> yeah. I got COVID. I got to stay in the woods. I can't come yeah. out. It's can't I'm, get it, boys. I'm, Five days quarantine. I'm the least likely to give it to anybody in here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how you feeling? Not good. Bit of a fever, but you know, we're down by the lake here, just fly fishing a little bit. You know, <laughs> just staying away from everybody. <laughs> yeah, just you know, giving it to the moose and the deer. Social That's distancing, all. man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So with, with that, with that piece locked down and. Uh, we got a good, good idea what the situation is. I'm up on that uh, that piece of private land we've got there. Uh, I think it'll change the game a little bit next year, even for Turkey too. It's going to help because there's a lot of Turkey up there. I've, I've counted at least twenty for sure. You know, yeah. And I'm thinking like, with the size of that piece of land that I found down here, it's got to have turkeys, man, because turkeys are everywhere up here. Oh, they're, they're eastern all over turkeys the are all over the place, man. They are everywhere. It's bananas. So if there's that much 
centralized forested area, yeah, they're going to be in there for sure. You know, I was it, that just spurred a thought. Uh, I was watching uh, the uh, one week in November, uh, one of the meat eater series uh, where mm-hmm. the boys are whitetail hunting. Basically, all three of them they're all texting each other from the tree stand. Yeah. They're all in different states and stuff. Yeah. And they said there, they said uh, whitetail deer is the most hunted big game animal in America. Yes, with like somewhere around like 1.2 million hunters going out every year after whitetail. So let's say what's a generous estimation of how many of those hunters do you think are successful? Let's just call it a million flat. Mm. How many do you think harvest the deer? 657. Yeah. I'm going to actually Google it. It's probably a good idea. I would think. I think it's, I think it'd be like 250,000. Oh, no, I think they're... I think a quarter of them are successful. Oh, no, I think it's more than that. Wait, there's, so, there's places in the States, man, where deer are such a problem. That's true. Yeah, actually, I never thought about that. Like, I'm willing to bet you that the harvest rate is really close, if not greater. Yeah, you might be right, actually. Uh, deer hunters in the United States harvest. Because, I mean, you, you look at a lot of the guys. Oh, my go God. State to state okay. to state. So I must get like five, I'm, six deer in a season run, right? I must have misheard them. It must be far more than a million whitetails hunters. There must be like 10 million because in 2020 and 21, there was 6.3 million whitetail deer harvested in America, in the United States. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 6.3 million. Yeah, yeah. Because they're almost in every single state, bro. Almost. So it just... Now that we've sorted out that I misheard that man and I was completely wrong, and there is a it actually feeds better to my point anyway. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, if there's six million whitetail killed in the United States every year, how many are alive? And people say, oh, like you have those people that say hunting shouldn't even be a thing at all. Well, if if you didn't have hunters, Ooh. that means six point three million deer survived that year. And that, made that, how many you know, extra? I'm not saying they don't die from natural causes later on, but they all indefinitely survive the hunt because there isn't one. Yeah. That's 6.3 million extra deer for next season that are in the woods. Yeah. Let's even say 300,000 of them die from cold exposure. There's still 6 million. Even if you cut the number in half, it's still 3 million. Yeah. The amount of damage that they would do <laughs> To ecosystems oh. when it comes to vegetation and all that stuff. And they don't slow down. There would not be an alder or a tree or no. a sapling left no. on the planet. They'd eat no. it all. Yeah. Because they don't slow down. So just, they just if, keeps making more. If you're a non hunter, just think of that. Yeah. If you're, I don't mean if you're not, like if you're against hunting, just, just a mat. And then the next year, there would be that many more. There, oh, there would be that many more plus whatever offspring they made extra because they were still alive. So that number goes up exponentially the next year. Pretty much. And I then think, even yeah. worse every year after that until you have deer literally on top of each other. Well, or then, dying of starvation then, because there's no well, food. Then the population would collapse. Yeah. Because you would get disease because there's too many deer yeah. and there's too much feces in the water. There's too much this. There's too much that. There's no food. There's none of that. They're emaciated. 
now fancy word. Now, like people should understand <laughs> that amount. Like that's why you yeah, need to important. hunt shit. Yeah, it's called species management. Man, very but it's very just, necessary. When I heard those numbers, I was like, man, that's a staggering thought. Because but imagine we have a couple areas though that we need to manage the species. Oh, for sure, hundred oh, percent, absolutely. No, it's become a problem. You see, yeah. Uh-oh. Need to take care of it. What's the problem? What's the issue here? It's too many deer. There is too many deer. Yeah, we got we got to get rid of some. Yeah, get rid of some. Yeah, in a hurry. Yeah. Okay. Well, we just wait till November. One boy, one girl, whatever. <laughs> we need a. We got to remember to uh, apply for antlerless tags this year too. Yeah, I did this year. I did as well. Didn't yeah. get them. No, me either. But I only, I, I, I only want that area or the other area. Yeah, the, those are the only two. I'd yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna for. go for this one because hmm. well. Man, I looked around too. Like I zoomed out for a ways. Yeah, and ugh, ugh, ugh. Like the next kind of place for me to go, where I don't have to knock on any door, I don't have to do oh, nothing. I can just pull far. over and go. Is not not handy. Like it's it's not close. Just a long way away, like yeah. Kingston somewhere. Well. It's more like in the interior, right? Oh, I see. Like, like think in. of like towards you, but in, as the crow flies. Yeah. Instead of the 401 route, right? Yeah. Like kind of this way. Yeah. And it's yeah. a ways. And it's basically those elk areas. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't want to go two and a half, three hours. It's a long Every ways, single man. time. That's a ways, man. That's a ways. Not for chasing deer, man. No, Maybe. not really. But no, I mean it's 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 a long ways for chasing deer. Like it's oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's one thing to go down there and like elk hunt for a week because if you're going to go elk hunting, you're going for a week. Like I'm taking a week off of work and I'm yeah. staying. But I mean, you're not going camping out for deer. Not really. You know, what not I mean? when you see them walking down the road. No, exactly. like near your house. Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Not fair. No. But yeah, you so, you would camp out for elk or something, but you're not gonna yeah. do it for whitetail. Well, unless you had like one of those. Uh, uh, that's a lie. I would chase whitetail all across the country if uh, you know, in one with a trailer in tow or something. Yeah, it'd be fun if you had the availability to do that. That's what I mean. Like you know, like, unfortunately, you know, me, life's a bitch. You gotta do stuff every day. Well, we're <laughs> trying to figure out how to make it so that we don't have to work. Oh, yeah. That's, well, even then, it's then this becomes work, right? Yeah, but I don't mind that. Yeah, but some parts of it suck. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure a job sucks more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, different. Ways. What's the worst? What do you think the worst part of hunting is? Uh there's two problems. Yeah, there's two real problems that every hunter is going to have to face. Uh, first and foremost is spending time inside your own head. Oh yeah, yeah. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. gonna you're you're gonna go through a whole bunch of different things, uh, and th- th- they could range from anything to anything. Yeah. Uh, so get comfortable being in your own head because you can't have music. No, you gotta you listen. Gotta, you gotta listen. You gotta be. You gotta to be ears open, but your brain is not gonna turn off. No. So. You gotta, you're gonna have to have conversations that you might not want to. 
But they're it important is, to have. You are alone <laughs> with your uh, with your thoughts a lot. Yep. I, I. It's good for you though. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good I like for you. being up in the tree stand. Yeah. And just. This is the. You know this mean? is one of the biggest problems with society as a whole right now. There's not alone. Nobody. Nobody spends time alone. Yeah. Truly alone with yeah. yourself. We realize that you're an idiot sometimes because if you're on your phone, it's, you're not alone. No. But it's You're not. It's the only because t- everybody's at your fingertips in a text message. Yeah, or you can just see whoever you want to see. Yeah, doesn't matter. It could be a celebrity. It can be a friend. It can mm. be a old classmate. It don't matter. You just go on the internet and type in their name, and you'll yeah. find them if you look long enough. Yeah. So there's that, and uh, the other part is not getting the shot that you thought you shot. I don't mean missing, because a miss is whatever. Doesn't matter, yeah. It's- a miss, you just go, damn it, I'm an idiot. This is why I missed. You you learn from it, you move on. Yeah. But it's when you flinch, and now you just shot him in the ass, or it's stuck out of a shoulder blade, Yeah. and you can't find him. Yeah. Like, that sucks. That is the worst part of it. I- is the hardest part when you it's i think that is the worst thing when you're going through when especially when uh like like we've shot moose in the past and like you, you your buddy do, your spotter doesn't really see the shot like where it lands and you're well, kind of going to see where it hits you're kind of excited like usually and then it looks like uh, maybe it wasn't good maybe it was back a bit maybe i was back too far like you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I kind of can't remember. Because you, you get like, that excited you get some of the old guys too. They'll be like, oh, well, he shuddered. He didn't jump up. So that means you only you didn't get him very good. Oh, he reared it, up and everything. He's got, no, he's not going anywhere now. Yeah. It's like, well, is that an old wives' tale? Or like, and then like, what, what are you basing that on? When they <laughs> run off and you don't see them topple, it's always like, it's like, man, maybe, oh, maybe it was a bad shot. Maybe. And then you're like, oh, fuck. You're like, now, and like, you start thinking, you're like, now that thing is in the woods now with a bullet in it. Like, it's probably going to die. It's suffering. Yeah. You're it's like, not, man, like, it, it is, was 30 yards up. Like, oh, uh, like, was I, when my third axis has been yeah. off. Like, it's the uh, least man. amount of fun <laughs> with the weight of that on your conscience that you injured it and didn't, didn't kill it. Yeah. It sucks. It's terrible. It's the hardest part. Real man. terrible. Like, it's so <laughs> relieving when you find it. Well, like if, if, you know I mean, what I mean. There's like, been times where, like, I've shot a grouse, not very well. Oh yeah, man. And it was like, oh my god, I gotta mm. find them. I got, I, I got to find them. Like, and yeah. like, you're gonna have to accept that there is gonna come a time where you're probably. Don't get me wrong. There are story after story after story of animals, uh, people that have harvested an animal and they'll find like a broadhead growing oh, yeah, into the shoulder sure. blade and they've survived and all these things. Yes, they do. They're incredibly resilient and tough creatures. Yeah. But it's still going to play on you. Still sucks, man. You're still going to sit there because everything about the hunting part of all of this, the main thing that you beat into your head is an ethical kill. You want it over with. You want to write in a pumper if you can get it. Yeah. I've even crippled ducks that I hate. I hate, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. 
And I don't really give a fuck about ducks. You know what I'm saying? Like I do. They're I, very tasty. They're delicious. Yeah, no, I, I care about them in that manner, but like it's not <laughs> they don't carry the same it's like a fish doesn't carry the same weight as like a deer. You know what I mean? Nobody they don't have eyelashes. Nobody cares if you eat a fish. That's a good point, that's what it is. They don't that? have eyelashes. Um nobody cares if you kill a fish and eat it, but when you kill a deer, people something, you know what I mean? They're like, Oh my god. It's yeah. It's almost like people feel too, like the fish more are artic- meant to be food. Well, because and fish aren't articulate. Yeah, they just like seem in dumb. their body motion. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're just like on off on off. They're like a wiper. Yeah. I think they. F- I Whereas think- like a deer can like move and their faces move and almost have expression. Whereas a face yeah. is just like breathe, breathe. Yeah, breathe, fish fish breathe. don't have expressions. That's probably what it is. <laughs> yeah, right. They can't make yeah. a facial expression. No, so you can't look at it and go, oh, yeah. it looks like it's in pain. Because no, it looks the same as it does when it's swimming around. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> you're right. That's exactly what it is. Because you, it, nobody cares. Because it's such a basic creature. Just swim, swim, swim. Swim, breathe. eat, poop. Swim, yeah. eat, poop. Well, yeah, <laughs> breathe. And breathe. That's it. But yeah, it's... uh. You're right. Those Any are the, PETA person who's listening was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Fish, are, fish are people, too. <laughs> well, you None of them are people, too. That's the whole point. No, um, no. Yeah, you're right. Those are probably the two hardest things about hunting. Yeah. That's not work-wise, though. Like, what's like, what would make it terrible as a job? You know what I mean? Like, those, well, are, like, those are definitely – they suck because you, you're right. You are in your head a ton all the time. And there's always the chance that you're going to make a bad shot, which really sucks. That's anxiety too when you're taking the shot. There's a ton of things. Like, like I'd rather miss than make a bad one. Especially right? going for a new species of animal. Mm. Vitals are in different areas. People yep. don't look. People look at a turkey and think they know where a heart is, but you are dead wrong. Is that why it's back? <laughs> it's very yeah. different, right? Very like high up. You have to be educated. For sure. And even no matter if you're educated and you took the time and you had an accurate target that you've been practicing on and this and that. Even that, the, even they're that more long. colored coat might shimmer in the sun one way weird. And oh, now you're light. like, oh, maybe I got to be three inches to the right. And now all of a sudden you're shooting them in the belly. So it's uh, and those those the uh, deer targets i mean they're kind of more lung shots for the bullseye on those like the heart is a yeah. lot the heart tends to be a lot lower than uh, mine's where not the 12 too ring bad. is you know what i mean yours is, I yeah don't mind mine cuz mine's got the actual heart printed on it yeah they're not but using the the target bull yours is different yeah the thing yeah so i do like it when they do that yeah like for, i get it for for 3d shoots and stuff you need the other ones to have yeah, the for bull. Pr- for a practice target, you're right. The, yeah, the for actually at home 3D archery, I think it's more important to have the actual symbol of the yeah. heart. There's also no that's like really what you want. There's also no like distinct line on that one. No follow like so it'll get you in the habit of aiming in that general area, which yeah. will prep you for deer hunting even better. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's. I think the worst part about it as a job would be working it around people's schedule. Like there is one other really hard part I know. What? We'd have to really get comfortable knocking on doors. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, farmers' yeah. doors too, bro. Yeah, that's true. They got lots of guns. Yeah, but they're pretty friendly up here. I don't think they give a fuck. I think they just drive you out of it if they didn't like you. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna knock on some doors this year. I'm just trying to figure well, out we're gonna have to. I'm just trying to just figure no, out like no choice. what's the best way to what is the what's the speech gonna be? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what's the hey, I'm such what's and such. Pitch? Like yeah, exactly. Like how am I gonna work? Because I almost want to write it down. Oh, you'd you know have I mean? to, and you'd have to practice it out. Yeah, so that you're like, hey, you know, this is what we do, and, you know, are you open to having hunters on your property, blah, 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 like, because you can't ask permission. You kind of have to ask if they're even comfortable with the whole situation first, right? Yeah, because well, you got to. Just because they're farmers don't mean they they like hunting. Well, and you can even, <clears throat> like, for me, I was thinking to broach it more of an issue as, do you have a problem with any creatures on your land? You could do that too, yeah. Are you having an issue with deer right now? Yeah. Are you having an issue with turkeys? Yeah. Are you having an issue with geese? Yeah. Well, I guess so. Would be geese I would like problem. to assist in this problem that <laughs> you are having. Can I give you a hand? I will do so very quietly because I don't even use a gun. Yeah. Well, except for and I, we still got, I still got to, we got to figure that out. Because I would, I want to go goose hunting mm. with a bow. No, you can't do it. I don't know if you know that answer for sure. I checked. Mm. It's, it says right in the in the book that you're only allowed to hunt it with certain gauge shotguns, and it and then proceeds to list the gauge and. Size of shot, I believe, is there as well. Oh, yeah. Like minimum size of shot. But you can go after turkey. But they're like the same size. Turkey is just fluffier. Goose pretty big. Fucking right it is, man. I seen a flock of them the other day. They were massive. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Big, big, big birds, man. I think if you're using a bow, they should have to be on the ground. Can't shoot them in mid-flight because you're probably just going to break a wing. You know what I mean? If you even get handy to it. Mm. So they got to be on the ground. Mm. I don't see why not. Well, you have to call uh, everybody. Anyone who's listening. If you agree with me, definitely like, definitely subscribe. Share it all over the place. Make sure everybody knows. We need... An archery goose hunting season. I like hunting geese with shotguns, though. So do I. But I'm just saying, I think to be, yeah, oh, man, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You just want to go after goose with bow. I do. Absolutely. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You could use those, the head chopper broadheads. Oh, the, uh, you know, or what you are they called again? Go, um, I can never, annihilators or something. Something like that. Or executioners like, or something. I'd go the same way I would with a turkey. Mm. What's that? I wouldn't go for chopping the heads off. No, no. I, I don't think. They're not that good, man. Well, they're good for like 25 yards. Yeah. You want to shoot that. long. You want to you have a better range than that. Yeah. I want to go to like 40. 40. Maybe 40's 50. 40's a, like, 40's a hard shot, though. It is, but if I had like the, the right circumstances, yeah, like a nice clear lane, nothing in my mm. way, nothing problem, 
well, yesterday I took that deer at 57. Yeah. And I will say, I've gotten accustomed to this Wolf WX1, which I picked up on Rise Archery. There you go. See? Check it out, folks. It's pretty good. It's working out for you? It is. I'm getting used to it now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I just could never seem to get my hand figured out, but I mm. just, I left the wrist release inside and I said, forget it. Just figure it out. Just keep shooting. It's the only way, man. You can't, you can't switch back and forth on release. Like on the same day, I mean. Yeah. It just it messes you up hard. I had man. to just keep shooting, keep shooting, keep yep. shooting. And it's just figured it out. Figure it out. Right? Yeah. Well, the shank on it is a bit long. Yeah. I got short, stubby fingers. Mm. So it tends to stick up pretty far for me. So mm. it's making my draw length longer. But I've just kind of like gotten accustomed now to where it ends up lying on my chin. Yeah. Uh, well, my, I guess my, not my chin, but my jawbone. Yeah. Where your jawbone so, is. I started off and it was quite down to the right, but mm. by repositioning and figuring things out a little bit more, I brought it back up. Yeah, get it sorted out. I uh, I got out shooting today. I think I'm going to bring mine in half an inch on the draw. Yeah. See if that is uh, – I feel, I feel like I'm anchored back real far. I feel yeah. like I should be up here a little bit more. Take some pictures. So, uh, yeah, I got a couple of videos I took today just to see, and it's, it does look to me like I'm back a bit far. Mm. Um. So I'm just going to try it out, and if, if it doesn't work out, then I can just pop it back to 27 and a half and not worry about it. But I've been seeing that a lot lately. People seeming to have like a draw length that's too long. I hmm. see them, and, they're, and they go to full draw, and it's like people are just intentionally making the string go in that crease. You know that crease? That fa- like shoot? right here? Yeah. You, I see this you're all the time. It's the tip of your nose that's supposed to get on that string. I know, but I mean, I've been I've been seeing this a lot. People putting it right on that line, and I'm like, my, my string ends up so like deep, like this. Yeah, which I think is actually a little too long. I think I need it more like this. So I think Give if I go. yeah, if I bring it in, because if I bring it in a, in a bit, it'll change the angle of my string, right? Yeah. So the more I shorten it, the more flat it'll lay. And I think it'll solve that problem of me feeling like I'm way, way, way back here with the anchor, right? Mm. And I feel like I should be here somewhere. But, uh, I mean, that's what I shot my PSD, my Embark at all the time. It's 27. Yeah. And that worked out fine. I don't know why yeah, I, I went. well with that. I don't know why I went out to 27 and a half. I had one. Uh, I, had I think one it was because when you went to Matthews. I think it was when I went to Matthews, wasn't it? I had to go yeah, out a sure. half an inch. Because you had your Z2 or whatever at that length, too, 27 and a half. It was 27 and a half, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah. You're right. Well, you're 26 and a half, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm right. thinking I'm going to pick up that Saturday night special mm-hmm. release from Spot Hog, and that's got a really short shank. Very short, yeah. So I'm hoping that with that, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty much designed for short draw shooters just so they can help extend their draw length a bit. Yeah, I was going to say, they so, made it that way so that you could get yeah. the most out of your string, right? I'm hoping I can pump mine out to 27 just to zip it up a little bit. You get a little bit of extra feet per second too, right? Yeah. That's kind of what yeah. I'm hoping for out of it, right? Although, unfortunately, yeah. I'd have to change my sight tape, which is now perfect. Like, I it's know. dead. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm okay with it because I actually got a – I'm going – I'm switching. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm moved to uh, – crafted archery arrows now so i have to uh i have to re do some rejigging and, and recite in now uh once they come in 
Mm-hmm. And because uh, they're a smaller diameter arrow, they're uh, 5.2 millimeter instead of six. Ooh. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to have to recite in. So that's fine. Then I can bring mine in a half an inch and, and work with it. Do it all at the same time. Do it all the one time. Yeah. So I'm just going to pray. I'm just going to stay shooting at 27 and a half right now. And then I'll move to uh, to uh, 27 once the new arrows come in. Uh, How you finding the button? Oh, perfect. It's beauty. This is the best button yeah. I've ever had by far. Yeah. By far. Yeah. There's the wise no choice was nice too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just kept tearing my D-loops up, man. Yeah. Wouldn't stop. I had to Not replace good. the D-loop every, what was it, every two weeks I had to put a new D-loop on? Blech. I wasn't even shooting that much. Not for, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's guys who go through D-loops pretty savagely, but they're shooting like yeah, but they're professionally shooting every day, all the time. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, what's your, what's your 3D goal for this year? Uh, Not like place to go, but like number. No, I haven't really thought about it yet. I want to uh, consistently, what was my last year's goal? 395s or something like that. 390s or something. You wanted to break 400. Yeah, which I did. Which you did. A couple times. That's my goal for this year. Break 400, yeah. Break 400. Because I think I I broke 400 three times. I had a 405, a 415. I think a 409. And a 409 or something like that, yeah. Yeah. So this year, and then I had a couple like 385s and 390s or whatever. And I had that one tournament in Muskoka, the one that you – placed real well in uh, yeah i have a real a bad that was a, you got a 369 that one no it's three and it I, was 381 well i had a no it was 369 you're right yeah it was yeah there was one feller between me and you yeah because i had a yeah i wasn't doing well that day i had a couple mm. bad bad runs <laughs> on like five targets in a row yeah um so yeah this year the goal is to be in the 400 Always. Ooh. Every time. Boy, that's for, a big for, goal. 400 and up. That's a big goal. <laughs> I know. But that's it. If I want to, you know, I'm going to shoot a few like ranked tournaments this year. Yeah. And if you're going to shoot ranked like, tournaments, if uh, you want to be. A, what is it again? ATA. ATA, right. Uh, you you got to be in the 400 just to be in the. Oh, yeah. In the top oh, yeah. 10, fellas, you know what I mean, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had a 387, and that yeah. put me in four or uh, fifth, yeah. so I couldn't go. So That's what I mean. Like, I'm sure That's those- fifth place. I'm sure those guys shooting those, like, ranked, ranked tournaments are, like, oh, they're probably they're, oh, 430 and up all the time. I watched a few today, and before the shoot-off round, <laughs> they were all around, like, Anywhere from four thirty to four fifty-five. That's what I'm saying. Ha! That's a lot. You know what I mean? That's almost perfect score, man. Four sixty is perfect score. Yeah. Is if you don't include fourteens and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what class were they shooting? The ones you were watching. Uh, I watched some known and some unknown. Okay, so not bow hunter man. Class. Watching them boys shooting unknown. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, like Levi Morgan and Mm. Dan McCarthy and them. Wow. And they're real accurate, eh? Like, how do you know? They just, 
How do you, like I like I if, I, if, I get it. You've if, shot you shot that many arrows, life, like that many different things. If you had a lifetime from five years old up to however old Levi Morgan is now, what forty five, probably somewhere there, probably. So he's had forty years of shooting at Judging thirty years. No, yeah. well, just imagine thirty year, like forty years ago of shooting, and you're like, how many times have you shot at thirty yards? Yeah, you know what that picture looks like now. You have yeah, to. Yeah, it's true. You got it. Yeah. And in all honesty, when it comes to archery, like being off by a guess of three or four yards doesn't really matter that much. Do you know what I mean? For what? Like you can be pretty accurate even if you're like, guessing. I'm going to say the ones I was watching, mm. they were like, if somebody didn't get, like if somebody went for like, say the 14 mm. and they get like a quarter inch below it. Mm. They'd be like, oop, they were off a yard there. Yeah, oh yeah. If you want to be that pinpoint accurate, I'm talking about for hunting. Three oh, or four yards. Hunting, three or whatever. four yards doesn't matter that much because you've got to. No, you can like, still get it in there. You know what I mean? yeah. but, oh, for sure. When you're trying to hit something the size of a quarter <laughs> at, at 30, <laughs> well, one yard, at 40 yards, one yard off, it's yeah. like, yeah, well, you better be on the money. The last but, tournament I watched, this young fella who's uh, an abatement guy, so works in, like, water restoration and mold and stuff. Yeah. Apparently, he's been kind of floating around the tournament scene for a while or something. Then he comes in and he beats everybody. <laughs> just like, yeah, I work full-time. I was just doing this on this weekend, you know. One of them fellas that's got talent. <laughs> Jesus. Just, like, weird, strange talent. That's it. Um... I do have a dilemma. I'm going to see if the listeners can help me with. I was talking to uh, a few of the boys on Instagram today, but I'm upgrading my winter uh, whitetail kit because like clothing, clothing. Yeah. My system, uh, because it's a system now that's listen, that's what they call them. Now they call them systems and it's why it's such a big issue on what you mean. Why it's such a big expense. Well, that too. And what, (laughs) you start buying because it all works together <clears throat> in a certain Oh manner. yeah, once you get started. So basically my Badland stuff is real good for early to mid season. Anything six degrees and up, I'm pretty comfortable. Celsius, yeah. Yeah, Celsius and we we're talking, right? So but once it starts dipping below that or we start to get a little windy, boy, it gets pretty chilly. And then up here in Canada, like by the time in a tree stand, by the time November comes around, it's zero minus five, somewhere around there. Consistent. In the mornings. I mean, it warms up during the day for sure. Yeah. So I need something that keeps you real warm. And I can't decipher whether I'm going to go with first light or Sitka because Badlands doesn't make winter winter gear. Not not Canadian they, they winter. You know what I mean? Don't? They do. They make stuff for like five degrees and up. Oh. Or like there's one coat they have that's like rated for down to zero. Oh, like zero what? Celsius. Fahrenheit? Celsius. So it just, just that just there. don't cut it. You know what I mean? It's no, just not no. quite there. Mm-mm. So you do better with Hunt Shield. You do better with Hunt Shield. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because it's more Canadian 
yeah. orientated, right, for Canadian winter. Yeah. The problem I'm having is, number one, it's all horribly expensive. Oh, um, so wild. heartbreakingly, actually. Yeah, it is. And two, it- <laughs> like we were saying, it's called a system because they have layers now so that you yeah. can remove and, and add and basically rig up the best system for that day. That's the whole point of it. And then have a little extra piece of clothes in case it gets cold or in case it gets too warm, you can take it off and be good. So Sitka has a real good lineup. First Light has a good lineup. And Kuyu has a good lineup. I haven't found anyone in their realm. Uh, The Cabela's Instinct brand seems pretty good, but they they lack a lot of the real nice features of the more expensive guys. Mm-hmm. So Such I, as? Just tapered sleeves for shooting. Uh, Sitka mm-hmm. and First Light have a wide, like a little bit extra material up by the shoulder. So you have a lot of movement, but then it tapers down by the cuff of your arm, which keeps you warmer, you know, gives you a nicer fit. Things are not hanging off you like they do yeah. with other stuff with like a straight sleeve. Yeah. Um, just shit like that, man. And like pass through pockets so you can get to your bibs through the jacket. Mm-hmm. Like that's really, we were talking about that the other day, how, that's why smart, they don't yeah. do that. Right. And then turret hoods that are cut away so that mm-hmm. when you look, you're not like blinded by <laughs> the side <laughs> of your hood. Though, and you know, a lot of people would say, you'd think that that sounds like a silly thing, but man, it's such a difference when you can just turn your head and look and you're not blinded yeah. by this big hood that's cut across you like this and it's like a horse with yeah, blinders it's just your head turns inside the hood instead of the hood turning with you exactly yeah so basically they all have their their base layer systems their moisture wicking systems their mid layers and then their outer layers uh sitka has a lot of stuff for whitetail that's kind of for they have a real nice system it's like it's fuzzy outsides very it's designed to be super quiet they even have mm-hmm. a bag that comes with it that wraps around the tree stand that has all fi- like fabric clips. Mm-hmm. So there's no clicking. There's nothing yeah. to scrape off the tree to make noise. They- they've thought of a lot. Mm-hmm. But First Lights is a little bit more water resistant. You know, it has a membrane in it. It's treated. It's has a hood, whereas the, the-, the whitetail stuff from Sitka doesn't have a hood. So your neck is exposed or you got to wear a balaclava or whatever. So there's a lot of things that go into like, what are you going to pick? And then basically you're going to stick with that and you're going to slowly, cause you don't buy all your, all your system the one time. Like people think these guys that <laughs> people yeah, think these guys winner. that hunt have like just went out and bought all their gear the one time we, you piece it together. Right. Yeah. So like I have a Merino base layer from first light because they have the nicest Merino wool. It's the softest on your skin. Yeah. That's what you want on your base layer. And then, you know, you have, uh, right now I'm running Badlands gear, like I say, but if you go to First Light now, you'll have a mid-layer, a a sweater on the outside, and then you can do a puffy vest inside the jacket, which keeps your core warmer, like all that stuff, but it all works together. So the question is, what do you go with? Because once you go with them, the, the investment is so big. Just in yeah, the jacket. You start, you got to stay. The jacket alone for whitetail, like the real warm winter jacket, is $600. Yeah. 
So once you start going with them, you, you want to stick with them. Well, yeah. So, so here's the question. Mm-hmm. Have you tabulated what each system costs per brand? Yes. Like what Sitka's system is as opposed to what the system you'd buy from First Light? I sure have. What's the, how big is the difference? 30 bucks. <laughs> Roughly. You know, give or take what you go uh-huh. with and, and how it works out. But it all ends up, I mean, you're talking about for, for bibs and a jacket, you're in the thousand dollars. Oh, yeah, all day. Just for those two pieces. Yeah. So, and that's it, that's where the problem lies, man. I'm guessing the Sitka system was thirty dollars extra. Cool you? Oh, they vastly were more expensive. Well, not vastly, but like I was going to say, thirty dollars is not vast. No, but they're a lot more. Like some of the pieces are a lot more than yeah others. Like the puffies on on uh, with Kuyu are way more expensive than the first light stuff. Yeah, yeah like the first light equivalent. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I just wonder if maybe one company's using synthetic stuffing and the other company's using natural fibers. Uh, first light uses natural goose down mm. with added synthetic to keep them from collapsing when they get wet. Yeah, uh, Kuyu uses all synthetic, mm. so you would think. The first light stuff would be more running natural fibers. Well, it depends on if the artificial ones cost more than the natural ones already. True enough. True enough. But either way, they're all within 30 to $50 of each other. And they all look great. And they all look good and all that stuff. They all stuff. work great. And I'm sure they're all fine, no matter what you end up going with. Uh the Sitka stuff is real tailored to a bow hunter. Like their their fanatic jacket even has a you can buy it in a right or left handed version mm, because the zipper like cross zippers like this. Oh, okay. So that you've got room up here for like a big pocket with range finders and all that stuff, right? And it gives you a better shooting angle, like and all that stuff. So it is really tailored to a bow hunter. And it looks super warm. And Matt, the uh, our buddy Matt there, he, he the guy who shot those two beauty bucks this year, he runs all that Sitka gear. Yeah. And I was talking to him, and he was saying it is the warmest. Like, he can't even wear the bibs to the tree stand. He says, is that warm? Jeez. You got to put them on when you get there, basically. <laughs> or, or leave the, the, the leg leave full the zipped open, yeah. all the way. <laughs> Which, but that's what I want, right? Oh, because yeah. I'd be warm on the way to the tree stand this year, but once you got up there for an hour, yeah, it started to get chilly. You froze up, and then the wind picked <laughs> up on that bog that I was on. Did it get real chilly? And who was it cold? Yeah. You know, it it wasn't like super unbearable, but I could have stayed for two more hours if I was warmer. Like I, you, that that wimpy thing wouldn't have came into your head and be like, "All right, man, you're pretty chilly." Like. You know, and you haven't seen anything. You can probably go. Yeah, like I'd have been able to <laughs> stomach. Just leave. Yeah, you should just leave. I'd have been able to stomach it out a bit longer. You know what I mean? So, especially if you're seeing stuff, yeah, yeah, because then your adrenaline's up and you're staying warm on that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my dilemma, folks. I'm ho- hopefully you guys can uh, sh- hit us a message on uh, on Instagram there and, and help me out if you've got any. I'm pretty sure I know what the answer is going to be. Or if you run any of that gear, what do you uh, what what do you think no, I'm leaning no, towards? No, no? not yet. No, I wanted to guess, though. 
No, no. Because I'm not going to tell you. Not what until I mean. right before you reveal. All right. That's that's. I'll All put right. my I'll put my guess in before we reveal the listener guess. All right. And, fair enough. And uh, then we'll see. You're gonna, I'm pretty sure I. I'm pretty sure I know what you are going to go with. <laughs> we'll see. I pretty might surprise sure. you. Actually, you might. Yeah, you might. I very I'm well might. Sure. Well, wait, let me know off air what you think. Maybe. I'm curious. Uh, are you <laughs> upgrading anything this year? Uh, definitely got to do some clothes mm-hmm. for for next fall slash winter. Yeah. Uh, I think actually uh, I'm either. <sighs> I think I'm going to do the instinct stuff from Cabela's. It looks good. Yeah. It I looks good. It's nice and quiet. I know it's warm. I've tried on some of their stuff. It fits pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to have to be selective with the pieces that I choose. Yeah. Basically. Well, it's, it's, it's actually a good topic to, to touch on right now. It's, it's the reason I'm thinking of going with the more expensive heavy gear from those two companies. Because then you don't need the smaller pieces underneath. Yeah. They'll cover you, right? In two pieces instead of five, which I assume is what you're probably going to do. You're probably going to go the warmest gear first and then taper it back because you can kind of layer up enough to deal with anything else. Correct. Because I do have some good mid-season pieces currently. Already, yeah. So I can get through with those. Yeah. Until I later on pick up the mid system that matches. Exactly. The- yeah. Well, it's like I was telling the boys today when I was chatting with them about it. Uh, I was saying, you know, I have like a, a, a perfect mid season set and early season set mm. because we're so used to spot and stock hunts, you know, caribou, moose, and all that stuff. Yeah, you don't really right. need the heavy, you don't use the heavy gear. No. You know what I mean? Because you die. It's too heavy. It's too bulky. It's all that shit. And you're moving, you're making heat. But it's, I just didn't have the sit and still gear. No. Like the tree no. stand stuff. You know what I mean? Totally like, different stuff. It's not the same. So <laughs> no. like you, our mid systems were always bulletproof because it's what we always used and you didn't really need anything else. No, we used that in the middle of winter in Newfoundland. Yeah. Like <laughs> you might throw some heavier gear on like the cheaper stuff they had lying around if it got super cold. Yeah, but, and that was usually just the bottoms, just so you could trudge through the snow. Yeah, just a set of bibs, right? Mm. That's it. So, yeah, so mid-layer was never my issue. It's So that's why I'm going right to the extreme cold gear, because yeah. that's what I need to sit in those tree stands, just like, so you're going to do the same, right? And Yeah. That 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 instinct stuff has, uh, the jacket looks real good, and the bibs look really good. Yeah, they did. I got to go up and check them out, like try them on. And- yeah, they have a puffy, too, that looks... That and the reviews yes. on it are real good. Yes, the puffy is actually looks quite nice, and I like yeah. that pattern too. It's not it. It kind of resembles like a digital camo pattern, but yeah, it's not not quite. It's kind of so, like it's kind of like first light has kind of a similar thing yeah. going on without the grays. You know what I mean? Mm. And then like my Badland stuff is a similar camo to that too, like the not digital but kind yeah, of. They're almost like cells. Yeah, and uh, almost like a honeycomb. But I mean, I, I've got that uh, that Camilla, uh the Insight rain gear. Yeah, remember, and that stuff is great. Oh yeah, it's real. It's waterproof. It fits nice. It's not bulky. It's you don't sweat too much in them. It's rain gear, but yeah, you know, just I was going to do the, all the Hunt Shield stuff, but 
they really only have stuff that's for either you're going waterfowl hunting mm. or you're going like upland hunting. Do they have uh, a website and everything now? Uh, well, no, it's just through Canadian Tire. Oh, they, but it is on the Canadian Tire website now because for a while you yeah. couldn't find it. Yeah, you can. Okay, sweet. I'm going to check it out then because they had some good stuff too. I remember some of the pants. Like, they don't get me really wrong. Nice. The quality of their stuff is quite good. Yeah. They have excellent zippers, tons of pockets in good locations. Yeah. Like uh, it's quiet clothing. They've all got some high-vis orange incorporated somewhere in them. Yeah. Uh, so they're, you know, like good materials and everything, good construction, just general purpose. Very generic. Yeah. 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 Very They're just thing. general purpose camo cold clothes. Yeah. But I, I am curious to see what it's like once you upgrade to that Cabela stuff to see how big of a difference you find from the gear we used to run. Yeah. Because I'm curious on what that the either the Sitka or the First Light stuff is going to be like. Because I've never went to that. Well, you're used to caliber. running mid-grade gear. Yeah. I, it's and all now over. you're going to jump up. Whichever way you go, that's going to be a jump into the, top quality the gear. The best they have. And I'm going to go from riffs. Yeah. <laughs> Just whatever you can find. Yeah. Basically, that's camouflage. Yeah. Uh, and I'll go right to mid-quality. So yeah. we should both be seeing some pretty big gains. I think you will see a bigger noticeable gain. I Based do on too. fit. Because it's going to oh, yeah. fit you right. Yeah, yeah. That's it's that's. I feel like that's what you're paying for when you step to that mid grade gear. Mm. Is it just fits better? Yeah. You well, the other I mean? stuff is just made for anybody. Yeah. It's just anybody that, who's roughly you know, that size. That big York just stuff that Canadian Tire used to sell. You remember that? Yeah. Or Yukon Yukon stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yukon. Yukon, they still yeah. sell that. They still sell it. Yeah. Mm. But that's like the stuff we're talking about. Like that's the most generic yeah. Walmart brand, you know, hunt gear you can get. Yeah. But it works. Hey. If, if, if you need, I just had you, to put on them long johns and, Oh yeah. You, just, you know, extra pair of socks and where you go. Yeah. Like I'll never, I'll probably never buy like those $300, like quarters zip hoodies, like with the, just yeah. the collars, not hoodies, but you know, sweaters Hell. because I've got a T-Max sweater. Remember that old green T-Max sweater I always yeah. hunt, I always duck on it in? Works awesome. That thing is the warmest thing you'll ever put on your body. Yeah. You don't I got a wool one yeah. just like it. You, that's what, yeah, mine's made of wool, basically. <laughs> yeah. You don't need the $200 Sitka sweater. That Not thing really. is just as good. The only yeah. reason you need the, the real expensive gear is if you're trying to save weight. If, yeah, that, if that's you're a big fact. Western hunter flying in, for sure, every ounce counts. That's why you run a puffy and not one of those big old three-layer jackets. Yeah. Because a puffy is equally as warm as that, but it weighs 10 ounces, <laughs> not five pounds, you know? <laughs> and that matters when you're getting in those little Cessna planes. Yeah, it does. I remember sure. flying into work, man, and then moving you around. <laughs> yeah. So no, no, you can't sit on this side. One fella was sitting over here, so one fella had to sit over there just to balance the plane out. We had to move luggage yeah. all over the fucking place. Like, you know. Terrible. Weight is a thing, man, <laughs> when it comes to that stuff. Oh, fuck yeah. So, well, folks, on that note, I guess we'll call her a day for the uh, the first episode of 2023. 
Yeah, we went a full hour just so that way we could drop off a big episode for you to start the year off right. Yeah, and then uh, we've got some guests coming up lined up uh, that we're real excited about to have on, and uh, that's going to be great. We're going to start pushing our, our uh, video versions are up on YouTube now, and I'm, I'm getting them loaded up now. I think two more should go up uh, tomorrow night as well, and uh, yeah. so you can watch them there. I uh, do want to tease a little announcement. Uh-oh. No, no. Uh-oh. Oh, it's no, a good no. announcement. It's a good announcement. Mm-hmm. So I'm teaming up with our buddy Hellcat, Mr. Dave Hellcat Outdoors. Yeah. And we're going to start up another little podcast. I like it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be another archery-oriented podcast. I'm not going to tell you what, what about, but it's coming soon. Probably another like maybe month or so. Got to get a few things hashed out, get some details worked out. Uh, we're gonna have you produce. Oh yeah! In the background, you'll Producer be right Jamie. here. This guy. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. uh, so stay tuned for that. You'll see some stuff alluding to that on Instagram over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's exciting. Looking forward to that for sure. Yep. So that'll be good. I can't wait. That is, uh, that's going to be great. You guys are going to have a, yeah, no, I'm excited to see what, uh, what the show is going to be all about. And I'm, uh, I'm excited to help you guys, uh, produce it and all that stuff. And, uh, it'll be yeah, good. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, for sure. You're going to, you got some names in work and you're going to have to send me so I can, uh, so I can have a look at them and stuff like that. I'm excited. To oh, see I got a group one that with. you're going to like. Yeah. 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 Sweet. It's, yeah. it's the one that we come up I think we might use that one that we come up with when we were down home recently. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. The one that mom inspired. Oh, you have to remind me off here. Just don't yeah, give yeah. don't give it away. Don't give it away. Yeah. Okay, folks. On that note, uh we hope you uh we hope you keep tuning in and uh like us and subscribe to keep up to date with all of our uh all of our new episodes and uh that way we'll keep you posted on when the uh the first episode of uh of Gary and Dave's show comes out. And uh, you'll be sure to catch that and not miss it. Uh, Follow us on Instagram as well to keep up with everything and all that stuff that we're doing. Stay safe in the new year. Love you. All right, folks. Good night.